Hello everybody and welcome to Into the Prey, Breaching the Chaos of the Church with Nick and Mary Franks. We're going to do a very short, short episode today responding to a question or an observation that has come to our attention the last last day or so and at the risk of sounding like a broken record we want to just, as I say, do a very brief response to this which I trust will be helpful for everybody listening regarding the issue, the perpetual or perennial, I should say, issue of church closures from 2020. What was, what was, the, what was the essential observation? So the essential observation around this, which I think has appeared several times in different forms, but basically is... Could both the call to the government to have this review and the closure of the churches both be okay, essentially? Is it okay for those things to be both correct and okay at the same time? Yeah, to have two sides of the same coin, which is on the one hand that in the sense that it's undeniable that there would, and I've said, we've said this repeatedly throughout, there's no there's no doubt in our minds that the churches being closed as they were by the government were, that was with discrimination, elements of illegality, elements of, um, well, many elements of different things that in some cases you could say would would be discriminatory or persecuting of Christians that that is on the same coin as the other side, which is that the churches were closed for for due, for due good reason. In other words, the unfaithfulness of the church. Now, I don't think um, the observation that, that somebody made recently was that those two realities aren't at odds or aren't at loggerheads, and I think they are. I, think, I don't think the only, the only way that you can argue... Well, in fact, we have argued we that when we've spoken about this issue of of the church closures, we've emphasised the fact that the churches being closed in that way that there would have been those elements within that. We've 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 made a point of doing that. I think in what we've spoken, what we've written, but I think this is the main main thing to say is that you it's irrational. I think it's irrational to claim that the churches being forcibly closed by the government were because God wanted that out of out of a simple act of judgment at the unfaithfulness and the chaos of the church and somehow appealing to the government for their judicial review and that that shouldn't have happened because it was illegal. I don't think you can argue that rationally unless the people who who were clamoring for the churches to be reopened and for there to be a judicial review and the only way that this can, this can be a rational um, consistent argument is if the very same people who are calling for judicial reviews are also calling for the churches to be closed. You see that? Um, all of the effort, this is the point, all of the people who are, you know, all of the church pastors around the country who were pulled together to, to kind of make this speaking head montage to get people to realise that the churches shouldn't have been closed, it was illegal, and looking to the likes of John MacArthur and others in America who stood at the ground and were willing to have prison sentences thrown in their way or whatever. You, you know, 
all of those efforts and energies, that was the emphasis. And this is the point. Is you, you, it's obvious that those people who wanted those churches closed, uh, reopened were more bothered about that point, about the churches being reopened, rather than asking the question, why could it have been that God had said enough was enough? So it's not rational. If those same people who were calling for judicial reviews, like Christian Concern or whatever, were also calling for the churches to be closed because of the recognition of the, of the height from which we've fallen, then it would be perfectly rational and perfectly consistent. But it's not. It's the exact opposite of that. I, yeah, I think that. And I also, I think it comes down to, <clears throat> excuse me, did did God say this, did he really want the churches closed? And actually that is the key question because if God wanted the churches to be closed, which is what we are saying and the word that you had about that, if that is true, then that's the only thing that matters. And I think this is sometimes what happens with church is it's another example of where we agree to disagree on something instead of saying is this the word of God? Is he wanting this to happen? Is there good reason why he would want this to happen? And therefore <clears throat> making a decision based on that. Whereas I think this idea that both things can be correct is essentially what the church continues to do all the time. They pick a side that suits them, that they believe is correct and are happy to throw out anything that God might be saying and is saying um, for the sake of their own preference, essentially. I think the point, a way of looking at it is if, imagine, listener, if you'd had a word from the Lord yourself before any any reasonable sign of there being a, a pandemic, so-called, or church closures and so on. If the word had come to you, as I've explained a number of times that it did did with us and did with me personally quite uncomfortably prior to the filming of the draft in 2020, um, if a word had come to you and, you and you knew in your heart of hearts that the Lord was asking you to publicly call for the closure of the churches, would you, be, would you call it rational or consistent with also therefore calling for the judicial review of those church closures? That's the way to think about it. And that's where I stand and that's where you and I both stand. There was just one other thought that came to me there is that since the reopening of the churches and everything kind of going back to quote-unquote normal, um, if you follow any organisations like Christian Concern or the Christian Institute or um, C4M and get their emails, you'll see the most abhorrent things coming into your inbox about things that the church are adopting. Not, we're not even talking about I mean, yes, they talk about wider societal stuff, but there's loads of stuff now coming to to everyday Christians about stop the church from doing this, which just feels insane. But I think it's just another example of where this is why God wanted the churches closed. Like, why should we be asking, you know, you've made a video on this about um, stopping the trans-affirming stuff in the Church of England. And all this moving forward with blessing homosexual marriage and transgenderism and all these different things within the church, not out with, this is within the church. And that's why God wanted them closed. And we're now seeing 
what's happened when we've just pushed through and pushed past that and decided that we can keep the churches open. Uh, yeah, the, the the ongoing stream of email. I nearly unsubscribed from Christian Concern this week, I don't mind saying, because every time I, I read an email, I mean, I'm not assuming that they've seen the video piece or pieces that I've done recently that address this issue of whether or not it's appropriate, and of course it's not, of the church calling Justin Welby, you know, parachurch organisations calling Welby to to stop affirming trans rights. I don't know whether they see it. I think it's unlikely. But but the the the, con, the continual steady stream of those emails is a demonstrable proof to me that these people have not heard the voice of the Lord. Um I'm try, I'm trying to think of a of a good I think this is what we were saying yesterday. It would be like say if there was a serial rapist on on the prowl in your local neighbourhood, it would be like the press making making more of a noise and more indig- and displaying and, and, and communicating more indignation about a petty shoplifter while there's a raving lunatic raping molesting on the prowl, and you're, do you see what I'm saying? It's it, there is an issue here of proportionality. Proportionality proportionality is not the right word. Um, and it and it's it just strikes me these emails like you've just referred to, sweet. It's it is it is demonstrable proof to me that we are more bothered about elements of our landscape being interfered with based on the law of the land legally than we are about the moral corruption within the church. And that when you begin to start talking in terms of, you know, and you see the impassioned responses of pastors to churches being closed, you've overstepped the mark. I'm not going to go on about this because we've, we've already spoken into this, but it's so obvious, you know, it's so obvious that the, that the major issue in the minds of these pastors and leaders and parachurch CEOs and so on is that the churches have been closed, Rather than our, the, the, the difference here between these two things and is not incidental. It is it is infinite. You you cannot have a sense of the weight at, at the point at which we are in as the church, and put your hand on your heart and call the government to account, call the judicial review for the churches. But you can't do that. It is at loggerheads. It's not the same coin with two different sides. These are different categories. These are different words. I actually think they're different spirits. And I think, as I said, if you'd had a word personally, think about it in this way, from the Lord, call the churches to close, not really knowing why fully, or at least not having a sense of that happening or the landscape or the context of that when it did happen in a few short weeks from the point at which you gave it. Think about that for yourself personally. Is it consistent? Is it rational? Is it sane to call the churches to close because God is commanding it because of the unfaithfulness of his covenant people whilst also saying, how dare you close the church's government? I'm going to call you to account. It's not consistent. It's not right. It's not what the Lord is saying. Guys, we need to understand that the Lord is radical in a way that we are not comfortable with. And this is where repentance features. We will not have an understanding of this weight of our current context 
where Christian concern call Welby to account for saying that little girls can have their breasts cut off behind their parents. But we can't have a sense of moving forward until we settle into a place of repentance that comes to terms with where we are as the church and the people of God in this country and the nations of the West. And we have not come to terms with that. We have not come to terms with that.